Welcome to Live, Behind the Veil, an atmosphere where men and women of God speak His Word to this age and bring His kingdom to this earth. Do you have ears to hear and eyes to see what God is doing in this hour? Let us join our host and the family's conversation as the Holy Spirit is unfolding the Word Behind the Veil. Do you relate to God the Father in such a way that He relates back to you? Or does it seem like it's just a one-way conversation? Hi, I'm Ron, your host, and today we're talking about being real with God. You know, when you think about a relationship with the Lord, what is it? It's a talking to Him. It's just a talking and a relating and a communicating and a sharing of your heart before the Lord. People may not understand that to have a relationship with the Lord, when you come to know who he is, then you can stand in his presence and you just speak to him. You mm-hmm. go for a walk with him. You go and talk. One of my favorite uh, songs was In the Garden. I come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the roses. And the voice I hear falling on my ear, the Son of God discloses. He talks to me, he speaks to me, and I know who he is. The simple things, just opening up and saying, Lord, I'm going to relate to you. I'm just going to talk to you. And he'll start talking to you, and it flows back and forth. But that's a relationship with the Lord to me. That's what I want people to understand. I love what you're saying, Deb, because especially the last part there you're saying about simplicity. People have the wrong idea that God knows everything. So why should I talk to him? Why should I open my heart? He knows everything. But see, that's what he wants. He wants you to talk to him as your father, as your your friend. And You're going for a walk, and you say, you know, I've been having a hard time with this. And I'm just opening my heart. I'm telling you, God, I've been having a hard time with this. And then if you be quiet and listen, he'll take care of you. And if he doesn't, ask him again. Many a time I've cried to him. Yeah. I don't understand. Lord, I don't understand. What is happening? I don't understand it. Help me. Help me to understand what you're doing. Help me to understand what's going on. You know, I want to know. (laughs) I want to know what your heart is in it. What's your heart? And a lot of times he will. He will. Many times he does. Or he'll show me why he didn't. That's the very relationship he wants. Because he knows all that. He wants to feel your heart. Yeah. He wants you to be honest. He he wants you to, like you say, have a relationship. Lord, I want this. I really want this. You know, God, I really want this. And I'm going to pester you till I get it. Yeah. That's an honest relationship conversation. You can also say, well, God, why am I not getting it? 
You know, I'm laying all my cards on the table. How about you? That's relating. That's what he wants. He wants that so desperately. Can God be desperate? He can be jealous. He can be a lot of things, but he's still God. I like what you guys are saying because I think it's the root of relationship. And I think people sometimes start there, but they give up. The Lord doesn't always answer right away right? because he wants to know how serious you are. Is this just just a passing fancy and you just expect him to answer you and talk to you and have a relationship with you, uh, but all these other things are really more important? How important is it to you? You got to start somewhere, and I'm not saying that, you know, you're all out for God right away, because no one is, but you got to start and you got to stay with it. And you, it's like Dale was saying, if he's not answering you, well, okay, if you went to your father and you asked your father something and he ignored you, you probably come back and go, dad, you know, I asked you this and you didn't say anything. If he didn't answer again, you might get a little irritated because it's a relationship. But we're so afraid of expressing our emotions to God because we think he's God. Then you don't have a really rare relationship with God. You have no understanding of who he is. Right. As a father. Right. He's a father. And if you can't talk to him and express your heart, even your anger, even your emotions, then he's not the Lord to you. He's not a father to you. He's That's the thing I hate more than anything is that religious thing that comes in and says you can't be real with God. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. ridiculous. You can't get mad. You can't be frustrated. Then this feeling comes in that you're, you get condemned because how could I talk like that to God? And it cuts you off yeah. from being real. Yeah. So then you go back to these religious stupid prayers, and God's going, what's that? I don't, I'm not going to able to relate to you that way. Right. He won't. You're then right. he won't relate to you because <laughs> you're not being real. That's right. Just be real. What you're saying, Ron, being real, I would say it this way. God wants you to be honest. Right. Yeah. And he, God wants to impart to you integrity. He will do that if you're willing to be honest with him. And you're willing to respect his integrity and not try to hide stuff from him or put up a front like you're saying, you know, I'm going to pray this prayer and all this kind of stuff. And and it takes off in a religious, I call it a religious bent, (laughs) (laughs) because it can't be straight, because it it is religious. And, And God so much wants us to have that integrity and honesty that he has. And the only way we're going to get it is by being honest with him. You know, God, this may be wrong, but show me where I'm right. Show me the right thing to do. So God just begins to open up a relationship with you. You get all excited, and off you go. I'm going to, God spoke to me. I am going to go evangelize Africa. And he didn't want you to evangelize Africa. 
he wants a relationship with you, and he started mm -hmm. talking to you just a little bit. I wonder if that's why God doesn't speak that quickly, because he knows human nature, and he knows how easily we dart off, and he wants us with him. God, help us have a hunger and a drive to be with him, not do things, not accomplish, not save the world. No, just be with our Father. He's big enough to save the world. Let's us be with our Father. Yeah. And I loose that cry. It's time for his creation to return to him. He mm -hmm. wants his people. He wants his creation because he loves us. God's a show-off. And it's really fun because if you let him, he'll show off a lot for you. And you have to understand his way of thinking. Oh, I've got these people in Egypt, and they want out. Okay, I'm going to go down to Egypt. He used the first five plagues, and he had Pharaoh. Pharaoh says, get out of here. I've had it. God says, no, I'm going to show off. <laughs> and I'm going to show him who I am. And we got the, they got the other five plagues, and they were convinced. You know, that same parting of the Red Sea was repeat, repeated at the Jordan. When the people in Canaan saw what he did at the Jordan, it melted their hearts. And all this time, all Israel had to do was just do what God told them, leading them day by day. The pillar of fire was there. The cloud of smoke was there. They screwed up at the beginning. We know about that, that they sent out the, the spies and came back, and we see the results of that. Overall, God was just showing off. You know what he wanted? He wanted people to see that. Be happy about it, be joyful about it, and worship him. Yeah. Okay, Dale, I got a question. Mm -hmm. So here we are. You have to use your imagination. We're with Israel, and we're right there on the edge of Canaan. The ten spies just came back, and they're giving this pretty hairy report about the giants and the walled cities. Everybody's freaking out. Mm. What would have happened? If those people would have cried out, would have talked to the Lord and said, we're afraid, we're, we'll do it, but we are afraid. In other words, if they didn't just rebel, no way, we can't do this. But instead, in a relationship, cry out to your father, talk to him. I'm afraid. These guys are huge. God probably would have talked back to them, but they didn't engage in the relationship. Like you're, you're asking, Ron, what if they, their reactions would have been different under a lot of those circumstances? Look, at, go back to the golden calf and Aaron. There's mm -hmm. a lot of places there where God still had grace. You know, how much Thanksgiving did you see? Did people come out? And thank God for getting out of Egypt. No, you took us out in the wilderness to die. Well, they didn't know who God was. Yeah. See, what they made their mistake is they sent Moses up the mountain. 
they had the opportunity to go up the mountain and see him face to face, just like Moses did. It's not like they didn't have a chance. We're talking about relationship with the Lord. To me, there's nothing more exciting. That's what I'm all about. And that's what you guys are all about. Mm-hmm. It's just developing this relationship. And of course, in the mix, he works with your heart when you start going off, you know. But it's getting less. But God's kind of refined all the distractions. You know, what's really stupid is why do we even have those things? Because when you have even a little touch of his presence, can you honestly say there's anything that compares to a touch of him? Is there anything, any joy, everything pales in comparison and having that touch with the Lord? There just isn't anything. Right. It would kill us if he appeared to us in his entirety. For sure. It's because of his grace and his love, and he abides by his rules, and he does not change them nor bend them. The grace that is extended to us is changing from grace to overlook into grace to become and grace to do. God is all-inclusive. Right. Who are we to shut it or deny it or ignore it? It's all about him and what he wants. And I want it as fast as he thinks I can handle it. (laughs) (laughs) He means what he says. I'll bless you with all things. Just walk out my word. It's a call to have a relationship with him. That's what it's all about anyway. It's about having a relationship with him. I lose this drive. A drive to know our Creator. And He's not an unattainable, elusive, up there in heaven somewhere. He doesn't want to be that. That's why He sent Christ. That's why He poured out the Holy Spirit. That's why He's given all these provisions, because He wants to be with us. Experiencing the impartation of God's Word through His family is life. Has this time in His presence blessed you? then please subscribe to our podcast at livebehindtheveil.com. If you would like to contact the family with questions or topics that you would like discussed, you can email them to livingepistles at livebehindtheveil.com. Stay connected, tuned in, and grow with the family as the Lord unveils His Word to us live. Behind the Veil.com